Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning! Welcome to the pre-show. It is Monday. It is February 6th, and we are so happy to have you guys joining us this morning. Thank you for everyone who is already texting us or tweeting us or calling us at 702-364-9400 and checking in. Hopefully, you all had a great weekend. It is Monday. How are you doing? Uh, great. I had the Mercedes in the morning effect happen to me not even an hour ago, and, and that's when we talk about something on the show. Something happens to a show member, and then it happens to someone else. So it was about f- uh, 4.50. I go upstairs, put my, my boots on, and I sit down. Favorite jeans on. Oh, they ripped on you. I'm like, what? Oh, what? Yeah, they ripped in the crotch. My oh. favorite jeans ripped in the crotch. That sucks. You know, I uh, that is what happened to me um, a couple weeks ago with my favorite jeans also. And I messaged the company, um, and I just sent them a note saying, I really love your jeans. My favorite pair of jeans. Um, it ripped. Do you guys have any sort of like guarantee on them? And they sent me a new pair of jeans. So I got the pair of jeans on Friday. I was so excited. I open up the package. I open it. It's a totally wrong wash. It's the totally wrong style. It's not even that. And I'm like, I can't say, hey, these aren't the ones because they literally gave me a pair of jeans for free. These are the same exact ones that I wore. I actually wore them the other day. I don't think you saw. But the first time I wore them, you were laughing because they were so baggy. Remember those ones? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. They're the exact same pair. I was like, (laughs) great i already have a pair of these that are that i did wear them the other day and steph says they're cute so i was like okay well maybe i'll wear them sometimes so but yeah i was like oh they're not even the right ones were the ones that were just a little bit too baggy you felt or they how do they feel like because sometimes when you make a transition you go from skinny to baggy or baggy to skinny they're you're not really used to it at first. baggy mm-hmm. they're they're the uh, the name is 90s the 90s something so they're based off of the 90s so they are just super baggy, especially down from the knee to the ankle. It's just like big. The other ones I had were called 90s crossovers. So I think they mistook it and uh-huh. it was a lighter wash. And they were like more straight leg, which I like. Um, so, yeah, it was a whole thing. But back to you, I would suggest you write them a letter 
and tell them how much you enjoy their jeans and that you wanted to know if they had any sort of a guarantee on them because you were really sad that your your jeans ripped. I, that's the exact thing I thought of after it happened because uh, Levi's is quality product, quality jeans. I had, I've had them for some time, though. These have been my favorite jeans for, for a few years. So I'm, I'm not sure if they still – I know they still have the cut. They're 512s. So I know they still have the style. I'm not sure they have the color anymore. But, yeah, I'm thinking about doing something because, yeah, I'm, I'm you know, obviously after X amount of years of wearing something, there's going to be some wear and tear on them. But I just put them on – like, no. And I think it's it's small enough where I can get it – I can take it to the tailor to have them stitch it up maybe or patch it or something because they, they're that much of my favorite jeans. I, I don't want to give them up, but I'm sitting down like, oh, man, you got to be kidding me. And part of me for a second – Thought about still wearing them. Like, you really can't see it unless I'm sitting down with my legs spread open. Um, but I changed pants anyway. So they have, um, I just looked up, Levi's has a warranty claim. Mm-hmm. So they're they're under warranty. I don't know. Oh, for Garmin. Oh, it has to be purchased within the last 90 days. Ah. But there's a Levi's store at the forum shops. You could always take them there and see if they would do anything for you. I'm sure they wouldn't want you to walk away unhappy. That's a good idea. I think there's one too in a uh, fashion show. That's that's a great idea. Yeah. And maybe just, Hey, if they change them out or like you said, get a discount or something for another pair, I'm down for that. Yeah. Something to think about. So yeah, I can totally relate. I, uh, I, I feel your pain. That's a bummer. Monday. No, hopefully that's the least <laughs> of your worries. Did you watch the Grammys last night? I did. I thought, I thought it was a good show. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, I was expecting, um, you know, award shows are kind of, uh, I'm, I'm kind of over award shows, but the Grammys, they draw me in because of their performances. And so, uh, and that's what I was watching last night and I was happy with the performances. I, I, I was kind of like, I, I felt there were a couple of good performances, but I was kind of on the opposite end. I was like, there wasn't just anything that was like, wow, you know, like that everyone's going to be talking about this one tomorrow. At least I think the opening, um, uh, the Bad Bunny, that one was really a great way to mm-hmm. open it. But I was just kind of like, eh, but I loved, I loved the awards and I loved the um how it felt like it got spread around it wasn't like one person dominating i mean beyonce won a lot but but there were other people that won lizzo won and harry won record of the year or album of the year and um and taylor got an award for music video like it was just it was cool to see them spread the love diversity last night yeah i was just very happy about that and there was it was i do feel like you're right it was missing a punch like what was that performance punch? That the, yeah. uh, the fifty year uh, celebration uh, of rap and hip hop was awesome. That was cool to see that the Smokey Robinson Stevie Wonder thing. I thought that was really cool with Chris Stapleton. But where it was you go back to years past? There's usually that big like boom that surprise like whoa so and so is here with so and so or like everyone's waiting to see this performance. Mm. This is going to be the one. Yeah, I just uh, I we're going to talk more about it coming up in uh, what's trending this morning. But I did I I was pleasantly surprised at some of the winners last night, and it was uh it was it was fun. It wasn't bad by any means. That's for sure. I like them better than Oscars, oh, yeah. Emmys, and all that other stuff. One hundred percent. Because Oscars sure. are still to come, right? Um, Oscars, yeah, they're yeah. in March, yeah. I believe. So, yeah, uh, we'll get to that. We've got a lot to get to today. And uh, the big one, the big ones, I guess I should say, we have tickets for you to see Beyonce and we have tickets for you to see Taylor Swift. Beyonce, that's happening in the nine o'clock hour. And then with Taylor Swift, you want to be listening at 715, where we introduce to you the eras contest. So we will be announcing the era of the day. You want to be listening for a certain song from a certain era in a certain hour. 
believe me, it's a lot more simple than it sounds. <laughs> That's it's, fun. It, we'll announce the yeah. era. We'll announce the hour. And when you hear a song from that era in that hour, be caller 20 and you are going to win. So that is at 715. Let's get things going. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Cars with the Boom by Latrim? We like the cars. Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve. Or do you want to hear Sweet Dreams by The Eurythmics? Sweet dreams are made of this. Who am I to disagree? I travel the world and the seven seas. Those are your choices. You can vote right now. Tweet us with your vote at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on our Facebook page or text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Adele says that she is going to be at the Super Bowl for Rihanna, but she's staying on the sidelines just to root her on. Yeah, I, I saw that. She said that in the in her show. That was so cute. She's like, I don't give a bleep about the football game. I'm there for Rihanna. Uh, but so did she do like a Q and A? You've you've seen her show, uh, her residency. Did she like a does a Q and A where she's out there talking with audience members? Yeah, she stops and she's like, Hi, how are you? What's your name? And they're like, Oh, Michelle. So Michelle, where you, where are you from? Oh, I'm from New Jersey. New Jersey. Oh, what's your what's your greatest memory? And then she's like, Oh, you know, going to the beach with my mom and dad. Oh. Yeah, and then they'll talk. Yeah, like she goes and she has full blown conversations with people. It's awesome. That's awesome. She yeah. interacts like that. So, Panic at the Disco singer Brandon Yuri announced last month that Panic at the Disco is no more. The band has a European tour coming up, and then once that's done, the band is over. And he also announced that he and his wife were expecting a baby. Well, TMC says that Brendan and his wife, Sarah, welcomed the new baby last week. We don't know the name or the sex, but they they say everyone is happy and healthy. So let's say uh, uh, Brendan, he's up right now. He's listening. He's like, oh, my gosh, this parenting thing is so hard. What's the one piece of advice you would give to new parents? Oh, man, the same advice that was given to me. uh, Sleep when the baby sleeps. It's the first year is just ridiculous with the lack of sleep that you get. So if the baby goes to sleep, you need to go to sleep. That's that's going to be the best time to get sleep. Take advantage of the sleeping moments. Yeah. When you can get them, you take them. Definitely. SZA no longer has the number one album in the country. She was number one for seven weeks. So who took out who took down SZA? K-pop group Tomorrow X Together now has the number one album in the country. Here's one of their songs. It's called The Sugar Rush Ride. Not to be that person, but it's actually Tomorrow by Together. Oh, it's not Tomorrow X Together? No. But it's a letter, but it's, it's it's a letter X. But... You know how they're doing, like, when you do collabs, the X now means by, like, I did not. Savage that's why I said by X. Fenty. Uh-huh. It says Savage X Fenty. But, yeah, that's what it means now is, like, um, when you do, when you put two things together, it's by now. I didn't know that either for a long time. So just, just heads up. But they are called TXT. So you did TXT. have the X, okay. right, right? What's their fan base called? 
Oh, I don't know. Uh, TXT fandom. Now, if you're asking, is this a new K-pop band? No, it's not. And and they've had uh, two oh, other yeah. albums that have reached the top uh, reached the top ten as well. This is their first number one album, but they have two other albums that have reached the top ten. Um, their fandom is MOA M O A. Um, which stands for Moments of All Alwaysness, I guess. Moa is the official fandom name for TXT. Okay, so there you go. There, number I one did. album in the country. Yeah, that's huge. For them. Uh, the ladies, UNLV, Lady Rebels. Guess what? They won over the weekend. Nice. They're twenty-two and two. They're twelve and zero in the conference. They've won thirteen games in a row. They're number one in the Mountain West. You know where I'm going with this? Still not ranked. I, unless the rankings haven't updated. Um. They're getting votes, but not enough votes to make the top 25. Wow. And insane. That I don't understand. I don't know why that just angers me so much. I yeah, don't get it. It doesn't I, make sense. There are teams with worst records that are sitting in the top 25, but the ladies are just unstoppable right now. Yeah. Unstoppable. Uh, movies this weekend. M. Night Shyamalan's Knock at the Cabin overtook Avatar, The Way of Water, at the box office with $14.2 million. Actually, Avatar came in at number three this weekend. It's been number one for all these weeks, but uh, Knock, Knock at the Cabin's number one. Number two was 80 for Brady. That opened in second place. That was big with older consumers. Nearly 80% of ticket buyers were 35 and older. And of that 80%, 50% were over 55 Oh, well, hey, you got to cater to your audience. And, and there were a lot of, like, legendary actresses in that. So that was probably, you know, like their fan base is, is growing with them. Yeah, the icons in that movie. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, actually right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1. of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1775. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Monday. It is February 6th. Thank you all so much for joining us this morning as we get things started this Monday morning. I know you're going to talk about it in a second, but I'm just looking at all the prizes we have to give away, and oh it's my just insane. Like, we are going to have a jam-packed show, and you definitely don't want to go anywhere because some tickets, um, some dinners, some really cool stuff happening this morning. It's going to be a lot of fun. This has got to be one of the biggest weeks we've had. I, I don't remember the last time we had a week this big when it comes to prizes. Yeah, it's really huge. So how are you doing this morning? Not bad. I want to hear about it. You're uh, the BTS concert, your movie. Did you go this weekend, and who'd you go with? I did go. My husband went with me. Um, he was such a good sport. But you know what's so funny? Um, and we're talking about um, BTS yet to come. There, they had um, their concert in the movie theaters this week. It was on Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. And so he actually got me tickets for Friday night, and like it. He was like, does Brooklyn want to go with you? And Brooklyn was like, no, you can go. Like she, I don't think she really wanted to go. So we went, when we got there though, we didn't realize it was in the 4DX theater. Have you been in a 4DX movie? I have not. They're pretty over the top, aren't they? Oh my gosh. It The seats move. It's like a, an amusement park ride. We were like, whoa. <laughs> like if this, uh, a fast song would come on and we're like shaking mm -hmm. and there's like wind blowing in our face and there's a little button on the side that says water off. I'm like, I don't know why they would spray water on us in this, but I'm turning my water off. I don't want to get shot with water on this one. Was there a moment where everyone got sprayed with water? I didn't see <laughs> I don't think so, um, but it was so good. It was just incredible. I can't imagine what it would have been like to be there, but what was really cute is afterwards, my husband goes, 
that was really good. I'm glad I came with you. I really liked that. And I was like, thanks. I'm so happy. So it was a lot of fun. And this whole thing was one of their, their big concert performances. So you, and pretty much you were just watching a concert. Was there behind the scenes, like backstage footage, or was it just a concert you were watching? It, it was, um, yeah, it was mostly just the concert. Um, but there, there were bits and pieces that were floating around online. But this way, you could really see it mm-hmm. up close. And um, it was edited so cool. So I guess it was like... You just got all sorts of angles, and it was a lot of fun. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, we had a great time. How was your weekend? How was your basketball thing? It was a blast. It was, uh, uh, we won. I was on the winning team, which was awesome. It was Saturday night, the celebrity all star basketball game with a ton of NFL players and different, like, um, influencers and stuff. And it was, it was fun. Mercedes, I tell you, it was, uh, rather intimidating as well. I was super excited going into this to be a part of it with these athletes, Max Crosby, the Diggs brothers. I mean, there was endless amount of NFL stars there, but, when I got there, and you got there kind of hanging out, they gave us our uniforms and put the uniform and walked up onto the court at Cox Pavilion. It was almost sold out. And to see these NFL athletes on the court warming up, I'm like, what did I get myself into? Oh, man. These guys are younger. These guys are faster. They're more athletic. Just like the warm-ups alone, when Max Crosby passed me a ball in warm-ups, I'm like, whoa, easy, man. Why are you throwing it so hard at me? It was intense, but I got out there for about three minutes. Uh, I held my own for three minutes. And at the end of the evening, our team won. So it was it, it was a blast. It was a lot of fun doing it. It was did, a lot of fun. Did you take any shots or anything? Did you did you make any uh, points? My stats team? at the end of the game were I had two rebounds. Good. I had one assist. I put a block on Tyreek Hill, which was rather interesting when an NFL star is coming at you and you stand there to hold your ground to kind of block him. Wow. I did that. And then um, one of the rebounds, the ball came down. I had I took the shot. It didn't go in, but my teammate was there, grabbed it, and he dunked it in. There so, you go. That's you know, it was, awesome. It was good. It was it was it was fun. But getting out there, I'm like, holy smokes, yeah. these guys are intense. And Kelsey Plum was there. She wasn't playing, but she was there front row watching and stuff. But uh, these guys were intense. It was fun. That that sounds awesome. Yeah, I was wondering how you ended up doing on that. I'm glad to hear that you held your own. That's uh yeah, that's got to be really intimidating going in there with all these professional athletes. We had it was Coach Dennis Rodman was coaching the one team, and then we had Gary Payton, legendary uh, basketball player, was our coach, and he's he was such a sweet guy. But he huddles huddles us up before the game, and he says, "Here's how it's going to play out." We're going to start off with, with the All-Stars, give the crowd what they want, you know, and then we'll start making some rotations. And then in the second half, we're going to put the All-Stars back in and we're going to win this thing. <laughs> I'm like, all right, coach. So I assume you were with the All-Stars, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you got to go out with all of those guys, right? So, coach, I'm starting the game. Is that what you're saying? Uh, he's a very sweet man and it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm still sore, I'll tell you that much. Oh, man, I bet. Yeah, well, that's good. I'm glad, I'm glad you hung in there with everybody. I know you were nervous. But we knew you were going to do great. Thank you. Thank you. It was, it was a good time. So, yeah, let's go back to these prizes. Let's start with the um, with some food and dinner reservations. So, coming up here at the early edition of Heads Up, 625, we have a $100 gift card good at Emerald's New Orleans Fish House or at uh, Delmonico Steakhouse at the Venetian. So, that's a great prize for you to win. Use that whenever. And then with that, you do qualify for the grand prize, which is a $250 gift card that you get to use on Valentine's Day in a guaranteed reservation at 7 o'clock, which is huge. Taylor Swift, you want to be here at 7.15. You, you want to break down how this contest works? It's it's super easy, but you have to be here at 7.15 for the first step. Yeah, at 7.15, we are going to announce the era that you're listening for. Her tour is called the Era's Tour. So we're going to announce an era. And by era, we mean decade of music. Maybe the 80s, maybe the 90s, maybe the 2000s, maybe the 70s. We'll announce an era and an hour. 
And when you hear a song from that era in that hour, you're going to want to be caller 20 to win these tickets. That's a blast of Taylor Swift tickets all week long. And then Beyonce tickets, we have them for you at 940 this morning. And also tickets to go see Ant-Man, the new Ant-Man movie. That's in the 8 o'clock hour with a, a heads up at 825. So unbelievable amount of prizes for you. And up next is What's Trending. What do you got for us? We have a Grammys recap for you with some uh, audio from the show. The Pro Bowl hits Vegas and a fan favorite on its way back to McDonald's. That's coming up next in What's Trending. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Coming up in about five minutes, we've got Heads Up. And when you win it, tickets to the brand new Ant-Man movie. Mercedes in the morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Okay, let's talk Grammys last night. Music's biggest night showed us some great performances and broke some big records. Beyonce, who was late due to traffic, made, (laughs) made Grammy history when she won four Grammys, which was enough to break the record for the most Grammy wins of all time. Here is, um, well, first of all, here's when they, she won her first award and she was not there for it. Beyonce is on her way. The upside of hosting the Grammys in LA is that everyone can be here. The downside of hosting the Grammys in LA is the traffic. Just for reference, Beyonce has now equaled the record for most Grammys of any individual of all time. That was the equal and then she won the award for Best Dance Electronic Music Album for Renaissance and here is when the record was officially broken. I'd like to thank my beautiful husband, my beautiful three children who are at home watching. I'd like to thank the queer community for your love and for inventing this genre. God bless you. Thank you so much to the Grammys. Now, just for the record, Sir George Solti had the most Grammys with 31. He was a Hungarian-British conductor who actually passed away back in 1997. The biggest award of the night, though, went to Harry Styles. He won Album of the Year. I think like on nights like tonight, it's obviously so important for us to remember that there is no such thing as best in music. Um, I don't think any of us sit in the studio thinking, making decisions based on what is going to get us one of these. This is really, really kind. I'm so, so grateful. I like what they did with the um, nominees for album of the year where they had like the biggest super fan for that artist sitting around a table and they all talked about why their artist should win. And Harry's Harris, Harry's super fan was this was this older uh, woman. She is a grandmother and she just loves him. So it was really cool that she got to announce his big win. And it was neat too when they were doing that. I didn't see all the round table. I saw bits and pieces of that stuff. You you hear the passion that people have yeah. for other uh, other acts. And I'm, I'm, when someone's passionate about something, I pick up on their passion. That's cool. And I lo- I love this speech too. It's like. We're not setting out, oh, I'm gonna, this is going to be the best one. I'm going to beat everyone. They're just, they're just doing their art. They're doing their thing, yeah. and, which is really cool. And it's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to judge that you mm-hmm. know, yes. with, with yep. tastes and preferences. But um, record of the year went to Lizzo for about damn time. I look around, and there's all these songs that are about loving our bodies and feeling comfortable in our skin. And, and I'm just so proud to be a part of it because in a world where there's a lot of darkness, I'd like to believe that not only can people do good, but we just are good. 
Yeah, it was a it was a pretty good show. Adele ended up winning an award last night for best pop solo performance. Unholy one by uh, Sam Smith and Kim Petras for best pop duo uh, or performance by a duo or group. So a lot of uh, a lot of mixed artists walked away with uh, with the little Grammy statue last night. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a fun show. Did you see in the beginning when they surprised Adele with the rock? Yes, when they met, that was really cute. <laughs> that was she, funny. she was a big uh, fan of his, and then he ended up. Per- giving her the award that she won last night. He was the presenter on that award, which was kind of cute. Yeah, it was a good yeah, show. It was so an entertaining show. Also uh, trending this morning is the Pro Bowl. The newly revamped Pro Bowl hit Las Vegas this weekend. It's now a skills competition along with a flag football game. And the NFC beat the AFC 35-33. to The reviews on the new format were very mixed. Some people said that the NFL does deserve some credit for trying to come up with something that's more watchable than the game. And then others including Las Vegas Raider Josh Jacobs, thought it was stupid and made made for a disjointed viewing experience. It's certainly um, not being called a failure, uh, as most of the fans and players seem to be having a really good time. It's a hard thing. I didn't watch any of it, but it's and it'll be here again next year. But it's a hard thing to do because football is a contact sport. And so you try to you don't want your guys getting out there getting injured in a Pro Bowl. So what do you do? What do you replace it with? And this was I thought was a clever solution. I didn't watch it. But Josh Jacobs flat out said one TV said it's stupid. He said, "This bleep is stupid." <laughs> he was That's not awesome. <laughs> what do you do though? Like, what do you? How do you replace it? What's what's the right decision? You know, it's a hard thing to do. Yeah, it was it was kind of crazy. <laughs> so uh, that is trending this morning, and then McDonald's is trending. Uh, top of the morning to you, Shamrock Shake fans, because the Shake is going to be making its return to McDonald's starting this month. Also returning is the Oreo Shamrock McFlurry, which is vanilla soft serve with Shamrock Shake flavor and Oreo cookie pieces. You can find both of the minty treats at participating locations for a limited time starting on February 20th, and that is what's trending. Let's do this. We want caller 20 right now at 702-364-9400. Your caller 20, you're playing heads up for a pretty exclusive prize. Yeah, we have four tickets for you to go to the premiere of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania. It's happening at AMC Town Square on February. February 15th. You're going to see it before it's released. This is going to be a lot of fun. Four tickets right now. Just be caller 20. Pick your category. Pick your partner. Get six and 60 seconds and you will win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Oh, I hit the wrong button. Oh my gosh. Okay, hold on. Can someone put that on hold? Uh, hold. I just don't want to hang out. Let me try. Okay, there we go. Melissa! (laughs) Good morning. Hey, good morning. You're caller 20. You're playing heads up. All right, we've got got these four passes to check out the premiere of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. We need you to pick a category right now. Do you want to go with Snowflake, Dance Recital, um, Wisdom Teeth, Strum the Guitar, or Sweet Tooth? Mm, sweet tooth. Sweet tooth it is. Okay, National Chocolate Day is on Thursday. So these are all mm. foods that have chocolate in them, okay? Okay. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? 
You, Mercedes. Okay. All right, here we go, Melissa. 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct, and you win. You start now. Okay, these have cream in the middle and two uh, chocolate cookies on the outside. Oreos. Yes. Um, you might bake these. Some people put marijuana in them. And then, yes. Um, for your birthday, we put candles in a... Birthday cake. Yes. Um, blueberry ones in the morning. Um, yes. Um, you you dip your like bread or your um your fruit in in like cheese or chocolate and um you Fondue. yes um th- like a, a chocolate chip blank cookie. Yes. yes. Nice. Yes. <laughs> Melissa knows her chocolate. Congratulations. Oh, yes. Thank you so much. Melissa, this is huge. You're all set with tickets to go see. This is the screening. Four tickets to the premiere of Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania. This is going to be huge. It's happening next Wednesday, so congratulations. We'll have tickets to this premiere all week long with the early edition of Heads Up. Now, up next on the show, I mean, I can't believe we're even saying this. Tickets for you to go see Taylor Swift. You want to be here at 7.15. Be here at 7.15 for today's era and hour to win those tickets to go see Taylor Swift. It's Mix 94.1. I am telling you, we this this show is not sponsored by Apple at all. I wish it was, but it's not. And But the fact that... This this small thing is helping so many people. It's insane. So I was telling you guys how way back uh, I my laptop got stolen. We found it thanks to the Find My app. Then, like three weeks ago, my daughter left her um, AirPods in the airport in Phoenix. They made their way to Alabama, and we found them on Find My, and they sent them back to us. Crazy thing. And now, Steph, something happened to you guys this weekend. And Find My was involved. What happened? Yeah, I'll try to make this as simple as possible. But James was grocery shopping on Friday while I was at our gym in our complex. And he knew I was there. I knew he was out grocery shopping. And I was on the Stairmaster. And I saw James run in. And he says, I need your phone. And I'm like, okay, okay. I'm like, what's going on? He goes, my phone is lost. I don't know where it's at. I'm like, have you checked Find My? He goes, I think someone stole it because my phone is completely off. It says that it's offline because you can check like on your Apple Watch. If it's connected to other devices, there's a Find My on your watch and it says offline. So um, he doesn't have where your watch is set up to cellular data. It has to be connected to Wi-Fi or his phone, which in this case is lost. So he takes my phone, he goes back, to, goes back to Albertsons, and he said, hey, I've looked for a phone, is it here? He said, no. Okay, so he, che- he connects my, a personal hotspot on my phone to his watch, and you can scroll down, and it says offline, but also it'll say that blue dot where that location is, it can direct you there. To the direction. It was still on there even though it was off? Yes, even if it was off. I don't know how it works. I don't know if it's some type of air tag with the new phones. Even when it's off, you can locate it. So he directs himself saying, okay, turn left here, turn right here. He's now chasing down the phone? Now he is chasing down the phone. Which Mercedes said on in one of the hot threes not to do that. It's very dangerous. (laughs) But James James is a rebel, so I'm I'm liking this. Yeah, James is a rebel. And James, he, he found... Two teenagers that located to where his phone was. So it'll get, when you get closer to the phone, it'll start beeping like, your phone is here, your phone is here. So he confronted these two teenagers. Where? It was like behind the Albertsons in a neighborhood. 
<laughs> so I know. Oh so, my God. Steph, I know. What? I was really nervous when he's telling me this story. So he rolls down his window and he goes, Hey, you guys have my phone? And one of the guys goes, No, you creep. Stop following us. He goes, What are you talking about? My Apple Watch is directing me to say that you have my phone. And he's putting two and two together. Those two teenagers were at the self checkout right after him. So he goes, I just saw you two at the Albertsons. And so he goes, I, they're, still, they're still denying it. They're still denying it. So James goes, all right. So he gets out the car <gasps> and he goes, I need you guys to confess and empty out your pockets to see if you have my phone. How, how, how old were these kids? How like big were they? 13, okay. 14. He said if Punks. they were... <laughs> uh, menaces. I like Mercedes, I reproached them. Not like, excuse me, hey! <laughs> that level, that's, you know, some authority when you say that. Oh, yeah. And so everyone in their in their garages are, like, coming out and because they can hear James at the top of his lungs. And one of the ladies that was in the house goes, hey, what are you doing? Like, confronting James. Like, James, stop, stop. But obviously they don't know who he is, but they're like, hey, stop. And he goes, tell these two, call the cops on them because they took my phone. Once James said that, one of the kids was like, all right, all right, man, I got your phone. I got your phone. Gives back the phone to James. And he, all from Find My, James gets back in the car. He's like, I showed them. (laughs) Yeah, he did. He's coming back. He's telling me the story. He's fired up. The first thing he does when he opens the door, and I still have no idea because he hasn't told me yet. He goes, I found my phone. And, he, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, calm down, calm down. Albertson's had your phone. Good, I'm happy. He goes, no, two teenagers stole it. And it's all because of Find My. Oh, That's my gosh. And someone just texted us. They said, yes, Apple devices can still be found when it's offline. <laughs> Which, I mean, again, they it's just a brilliant technology. Does the, does the Android or any of the other phones have that kind of thing because i know they're you know their way as some of the things they've had long before the iphone has it so i'm curious if if you still have that capability with some of the other brands of phones because this is just i was telling my my um my sister i'm like she is very much against apple uh iphones she has her I don't even know what she has, but I'm like, this is why you need to get one. She's like, it sounds like it's crazy. The um, Amazon Fire, the Kindle, does have that because I left mine on my flight back from the East Coast over Christmas break. But it's not like that because mine was turned off, so it couldn't track it. And you, you have the abilities to change passwords, locate it. I think when it's turned on, you can also wipe it clean. So I just wiped the entire thing clean because I had no password on it. So if anyone were to find it and turn it on, they could have accessed, accessed my Amazon account and everything. So I just wiped that thing clean remotely, which was kind of cool because whoever had it, it was just a brick. They couldn't use it. Yeah, well, that's good. You should call that Lost in I know, I need in to. Alabama, see if they have it. But James, the one thing they say don't do, confront the... He went and confronted them. I know! Did he take a picture of them? Like, after he got his phone back? Like, he Okay, so he took a video, but it has a lot of foul language. I need to see this. So oh, send it. Yeah. <laughs> this is must-see view. We have a viewing party. Hot three's up next. What do you got for us? Okay, let's uh, talk about the, the, the balloon. The Chinese balloon. Uh, not, Navy divers are recovering debris from it for investigation. We've got the latest on that. Also, how long will we wait before we end a bad date? We only have so much patience. We'll talk about that coming up. And do parents really need this when it comes to their kids? Uh, An item that they use is becoming uh, smart thanks to technology. And we'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. 
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We've got your tickets to go see Taylor Swift all week long. How do you win them? Be here at 715 for all the details. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Navy divers are recovering the remnants of the Chinese spy balloon that was shot down over the Atlantic. The balloon was shot down by an an F-22 fighter jet over Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. It landed in just 47 feet of water, which officials say should make its recovery relatively easy. Recovery ships are being used to scoop up the debris, which is spread out over seven miles of ocean. The Pentagon clearly wants to recover every piece of the balloon, if it can. Recovered debris will be provided to both intelligence officials and law enforcement agencies for investigation. You broke this thing on Friday. It's like, what? Is a balloon? Where in Montana? And then tracking this thing as it makes its way across the United States? That was nuts watching this thing over the that weekend. That was crazy. And then seeing them shoot it down, and yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, that was insane. It'll be interesting to see what they recover um, and if they get any information on on that. And so, yeah, and uh, I guess China, they made a statement saying something to the effect of, well, now now don't be surprised if, if we do the same thing to your if, if it happens here or something like that. I don't I, I don't know the exact quote, but basically saying that, well, OK, th- now we're going to do the same thing. 
you know? We floating balloons over China right now. So I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know you were, that the balloons thing was a thing. So there you go. Um, also this morning, if you're going on a blind date or meeting someone for the first time, according to a new survey, you will be somewhat patient in seeing how well that date goes. People will stick out a bad date for an average of 51 minutes before making their excuses to leave. The study also found it only takes 25 minutes to notice if there's a spark or not. As for dates which have a bad vibe in the planning stages, people typically cancel the reservation 19 hours before the date begins. The top excuses that people give to get out of a date include emergencies at work, sick relatives, broken down cars. However, the number one go-to excuse for avoiding a romantic meeting with someone is still claiming you don't feel very well. The survey also found 44% of people have used an excuse to get out of going on a date altogether, while one in five have just left the date halfway through. Uh, 58% said they sat through a date despite knowing that there was no spark because of that need to be polite and hoping that it might get better, you know? Let's say you're on a bad date, and you're really good at this. Uh, let's say you're on a bad date, and it's going south, and you want to get out of there, and you're going to fake an emergency phone call. Your phone's not ringing, but you're going to fake it. Yeah. Do it. Fake the phone call? Yeah, like, like yeah. Oh. oh, hello? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, what? Yeah, give me the fake call. Well, yours is good. Keep going. Okay, mine would be like, hello? Hey. No, I'm on a date right now. What's up? You're kidding me. I can't, I can't leave. Oh, hold on. Uh, there's been an emergency. Would you mind if I leave? Would you? Yes, I do mind. <laughs> <laughs> I do mind. Sorry, you cannot. <laughs> the, the only thing is if your phone starts ringing, it's like, oh, wait, well, who's calling me right now? I, I totally mind. <laughs> Sorry, I don't care what's going on. You're staying. I do mind. Please stay. I'm having a nice time. Finally, this morning, this seems like one of those technologies that is totally unnecessary, but... Would actually be pretty convenient if it went mainstream and was actually affordable. Scientists from Penn State University have created a smart diaper with a built-in sensor that's able to send parents a push notification on their phone when their child's diaper needs to be changed. Now, that's just sad. That's so sad. <laughs> that Oh, I, I can't. I, I don't know if my kid's diaper needs to be changed. But now that you sent me a notification because I'm sitting on my phone the whole time. <laughs> now I know I should change my child instead of actually watching them and playing with them. Um, not only that, it can provide levels of dirtiness. Maybe like, you know, there's a, a you know, a little tinkle or you're going to need some gloves for this one. Um, the smart diapers are made out of paper and include sodium chloride, which is salt, graphite, a circuit board, and a tiny lithium battery. Once it gets wet, the graphite reacts with the liquid and sodium chloride, and as it's absorbed by the paper, electrons will send, set off the sensor. The diapers are still in the development stage, so it's unclear when they'd be available and, and most importantly, how much they cost. So for now, you're going to have to stick to checking the diaper as usual. But I don't know, something about, you know, the battery and it getting wet oh, on yeah. a child's little booty. I don't know how how um, safe I think that is, but well, I, I'm sure they're doing their research. I'm sorry for the children who have to be a part of that research. <laughs> uh, coming up, we have our 7 a.m. Social Club. We'll be live on Facebook and YouTube. That starts in three minutes. Live streaming right now. The 7 a.m. social is on. We are online on our YouTube channel and on our Facebook page. You can see everything that happens on and off the air. We'd love for you to, uh, to you guys to join us there. We uh, just coming back from the weekend. I was 
telling you earlier that on Friday I went to uh, to the movie theater, first time in a 4DX theater, which that's a trip. It's so funny. And I ran into um, someone before, actually a friend of yours, staff, Melissa, I ran into before the movie. And she is the sweetest thing. She is also Army. And so we stopped and, and she had just gone to see um, Yet to Come in theaters uh, at like the six o'clock showing. And then she stayed to wait. And then I went to the nine o'clock uh, showing and we chatted for a little bit before the show. And she said she took a Dramamine before she went into the theater because it was 4DX. 4DX is that intense? Oh my gosh. Seats, I, seats are moving and stuff? I mean, like, like, it was, you remember Star Tours at Disneyland? Yes. It, it's like Star Tours. And then it'll like shake and like we, so yet to come is BTS and it's a concert that was in theaters. And so when, especially when the really intense fast songs came on, we're shaking all over the place, and it was it was fun. But I did not realize that that was the theater we were in when we went to go see it. So I I kind of wasn't prepared for it. It was kind of funny. You were saying too. Um, there's a, a water. You can turn the water off because there's an option where you're getting sprayed in the face with mist. Yeah. So there's yeah there's a water button. It says water on, water off. Well, and as I don't soon want as no I, water. I sat down. I'm like water off. I don't want to get sprayed. With this. I was thinking for like maybe like a movie like Avatar where there's the, oh you didn't see it right yeah there's I'm not like the, see it. there's yeah. like the water people yeah. there's the water avatars and like with all the splashing I thought maybe you get splashed but do you want to, if you've seen Titanic any movie do you, I don't want I don't want to get sprayed in the face with water I don't either I I really don't and so I turned that off but I don't think there was at any point during the concert that they sprayed water I was trying to look and there was one point where. RM was sweating a lot, and I'm like, oh, I bet this is the water part. But I didn't see anyone else getting sprayed. So anyway, um, so we get there early. We got there really early, and we're sitting there. We're like the only ones in the theater, and people start coming in. And the way that you um, – the numbers on the seats were kind of hard to find. They're like behind the seats, so you have to look behind. So these two teenagers – came to our row. They knew it was our row. And they're like trying to figure out what seats they're in. And uh, we're in 15 and 16 on the end. And they're like looking. And then I, I notice they're looking. And I go, oh, um, the seats are like on the back of the chairs. So they look and they're 13 and 14. So they're right next to us. And, and the girl's like, I'm going to sit here. So she sat in the one not next to me. I was kind of like rude. Um, and then the, the boy sat next to me. And the second he sat down, I smelled something and it was like, it was brutal. And I, I looked at my husband and he, he goes, he mouthed me, what is that? And I was like, I don't know. And I, it was either like a really bad body odor. Like, well, you know, when teens don't realize they start smelling, I remember my daughter started smelling and I'm like, girl deodorant you know they just didn't realize it and it, so it was either that or they went and had hibachi you know when you go to a restaurant and oh, yeah. you start smelling or they ate onions it was one of the three i couldn't figure out it was it was bad so i'm sitting there and i'm like oh my gosh this smells so bad i don't know what to do and there there's nowhere i can go because these are reserved seats um, Matt's like, let's just move. And I'm like, but what if we go to some other seats and then those people come and try to sit in? I'm like, so the whole time I was like, maybe I should turn the water on. <laughs> it was, but do you, have you ever met someone? And like, I would never tell a stranger like, Hey, you don't smell that good. But 
have you ever known someone that maybe has bo like i said when my daughters like hit that puberty phase they started to smell a little bit and i was like hey it's time to wear deodorant yeah. now we're moving <laughs> to the stage and they were like cool with it they they realized they it they life. didn't know yeah. but have you ever had like someone in your life or maybe like a coworker that had kind of a, a scent that was just unpleasant and did you say something uh matt's like say something i'm like what am i gonna say oh you know you don't smell good what are they gonna do i'm not gonna say anything about it it's it's um i'm trying to think of situations i've been in and there's there's two that come to mind one was years ago i was flying from philly back to las vegas went home for vacation or trip or something and i remember um it wasn't southwest it was, a, it was a plane that had assigned seating and i was sitting in the back and someone got on and it's, the smell started making its way to the back of the plane. Mm-hmm. And this guy walked up by me and it like it took your breath away. That's how intense it was. Like, oh, yeah. And he was in my row and he slides in. It's like, oh, like it's I'm making a face like, oh, my gosh, what is that? Thinking I now have five hours to sit next to this person. And I don't know why this flight attendant was like an angel. And I don't know why they picked me. The flight attendant looks at me, goes, points at me, goes, come with me. Like, let's go. And I'm like, okay, does he get your stuff? I'm like, what? So I took my stuff and he's being escorted off of the plane. What did I do? (laughs) He moved me up like 10, 12 rows. There was an empty seat. And he just moved me up without saying a word because he knew he saw my reaction with the smell. Now, everyone else around that that, that couldn't move got stuck with that guy. But I was so, I felt like so blessed that this guy moved me. It was like, I don't know why he chose me, but I think he saw my face. He's like, Come with me. Yeah, like we know some. We know this is going to be difficult yeah. for you on this five. I don't know why flight. he picked me. I'm like, thank you, everyone else. I'm like, ah, see you guys later. I'm the chosen one. I've I've seen like people who said that they worked with a coworker that you know had a not a great body odor, and then they would like leave subtle hints and maybe give them stuff and. I just always would feel so bad about that. And that's why, you know, I we just stayed there. And But my con- I was like, oh, am I going to smell like that? I didn't know if it was. I didn't know what it was. It was contagious. Well, like, it, it, it smelled kind of like onions at times. But then it smelled like B.O. Like, I just couldn't tell. Um, and I was like, uh, Matt goes, we're going to smell like that when we leave. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm sitting right next to them. You're on the aisle. You're fine. But Did you smell the entire concert? Like, once yes. they started dancing, getting excited. Did this smell intensify? It, it, it didn't intensify, but it was such a blessing in this 4DX theater <laughs> when the, a shot of air would come at us because it like took it away for a second. And I was like, oh, breathe the fresh air. <laughs> and then it would come back. But um, yeah, it was that was the one like bad part of it. I was just like, oh, man, what's going on here? Uh, coming up here, Taylor Swift. We have tickets for you all week long to go see Taylor Swift. You need to be here at 7.15 for today's era and the hour uh, that we're going to play that era. Am I explaining that right? Well, yeah, I think you are. Uh, Basically, we're going to give you an era, like the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, or the 2000s. And when you hear a song from that era, you're going to want to be caller 20, and you will win tickets to see Taylor Swift. What is today's era? That's what you got to be listening for at 715. Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning, and all week long, we've got your tickets to go see Taylor Swift. If you want to go, you got to play our little contest. It's the Eras Contest for the Eras Tour. Here's how it works. Every day at this time, we're going to announce the era of the day. You want to be listening for a song in that hour of the era. Today's era is the 80s. And the hour is the 9 a.m. hour. 
Listen for an 80s song in the 9 o'clock hour this morning. When you hear an 80s song, you want to be caller 20 at 702-364-9400, and you will win these tickets. This is huge. Good luck to you. 9 o'clock hour, the hour, the era is the 80s, and we have a lot of fun with this all week long, but make sure you're here every morning at 7.15 to get the heads up on the hour uh, and the era as well. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Well, the big thing is the Grammys, and let's just touch on some of the winners in the main categories. Album of the Year with Harry's House, Harry Styles, Record of the Year, Lizzo, About Damn Time, Song of the Year, Just Like That, Bonnie Raitt, and then Best New Artist went to Samara Joy. Here are some of the performances from the Grammys. Here's Harry Styles doing As It Was. Sam Smith and Kim Petras doing Unholy. What do you think of the um, 50th anniversary celebration of hip-hop and everything? Insane. It was insane. Like, so many artists, that when they would come out, would be like, oh my gosh! Like, there's too short. Oh my god. And can I just say that Buster Rhymes what, in the part where he, on Look At Me Now where he's like like I can't even do it like I can't even attempt to do it the Buster Rhymes part of that tribute was probably my favorite it was so good but there was like salt and pepper uh, did you watch oh this is part yes yeah way better know that I don't and I won't ever stop cause you know I gotta win every day day she really really wanna pop me just know that you will never pop me he still has it it was so good I was dying at that part like no way it was so so good it was an endless amount of talent coming out just every one who's after next? the who's other next? who's I'm next like, who's oh next? my gosh Wu-Tang like oh salt and pepper uh yeah the Run DMC like it was crazy now Beyonce won four Grammys which was enough to break the record for the most Grammy wins of all time and she almost didn't make it in time because she was stuck in LA traffic which happens now no one walked away empty-handed from the Grammys this year they left with gift bags and insiders say that this year's attendees walked away with gift bags worth around $60,000 in goods now among the stuff in them $10,000 worth of cosmetic and beautification supplies such as liposuction other gifts range from a cleaning robot to a luxury shower head and designer sunglasses from TurboFlex that do not break. You can sit on them in the fold. They won't break. Hmm. And also a $1,200 Boogaboo Fox 3 baby stroller. Hey, you never know when you're going to need one or just re-gift it to your friends with the babies. Exactly. Yeah. Gift bags are given to presenters, performers, and executives as well. Now, someone made a list. A major artist that never won a Grammy before. Tell me if this surprises you. Miley Cyrus, two nominations. I, I mean, I think... I don't want to say I'm not surprised she hasn't won a Grammy because I think she's really talented, but I'm glad she's at least been nominated. I think that's a win. I think a nomination is a win. You've been recognized. You Amen. Know? Yeah. And I think this new album, the song Flowers, this new album, this is this might be a, this is going to be a huge year for Miley Cyrus. Let's go to some of the, the, the artists that have a lot of nominations. Katy Perry, 13 nominations for Katy Perry. Hmm. Snoop Dogg's got 16 nominations. Not a win. 
That's kind of surprising. Backstreet Boys, eight nominations and not a win. Yeah, it's cool to be nominated. That's a lot of nominations to have and not a win. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you just never know who who they're going to go with. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about Adele. She says she'll be at the Super Bowl on Sunday for Rihanna, but she says she's going to be on the sidelines just to root for her. She's not going to be performing or doing anything, but she will be there at the game. You read all these websites and stuff online. They're saying, the, as far as a surprise guest, the front runner they're saying is Jay-Z. On, on performing? I yeah. could see that. I could see that. He's in L.A. right now. Glendale's just down the road. Just to hop over there. Well, if she, if he's there, maybe Beyonce. But do they still have that rift, Rihanna, Rihanna and Beyonce? Oh, is there beef? I thought there was beef for a while. Like, there was, yeah. Oh. Uh, the, Steph, do you know if there's still Beyonce, Rihanna beef? I don't think so. I could have sworn I saw them in a picture last year. Okay, good. And yeah, I don't. I don't think so. That if might. You, that might be one. Well, for both of you, uh, Mercedes and Steph, if you had, if you had, um, if you had beef with someone, another lady, would you be happy if Matt was going to go perform with that person or work with that person? Um, if I had beef with them. So if Beyonce has beef with her, do you think she's mad that Jay-Z is going to go perform with her? Uh, I wouldn't be happy about it, but I also I'd be happy for him getting to perform on such a big stage. The grand so stage. I would suck it up at that point for sure. Now SZA no longer has the number one album in the country. She was number one for seven weeks. What a streak for SZA. K-pop group is not, t- it's, what, how, do you, how do we say it again? Tomorrow? T- tomorrow by Together. Tomorrow by Together. K-pop group now has the number one album in the country. Uh, here is a song called Sugar Rush, right? You can also call it TXT. Just TXT. So I'll you do don't that. have to worry about I'll it. I'm sure it'll be number one a couple weeks in a row. This is their third top ten album, by the way, um, for the group. And then Sam Smith's new album, Gloria, that came in at number seven. Landed at number seven this week. Big win for Sam and Kim last night. Oh, my gosh. That was huge. Their speech was awesome last night. That was was really really good. good. Uh, Okay, so... Let's go. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. Let's go. On Mix 94.1. Serious question. If you're in a relationship with someone, and let's say you make an enemy or someone does does you dirty some, some way... Should your new enemy automatically become your spouse's enemy? We were just talking about Rihanna and Beyonce, and there was rumors back in the day that they had beef, and those rumors have been laid to rest. But we were talking about if they still had beef, and Jay-Z went and performed with Rihanna at the Super Bowl. Would that be a betrayal? Should Beyonce's enemies be his enemies? What do you do in your situation? Or did did your spouse stay friends with someone after you guys were like beefing. Would that drive you crazy? We're going to talk about that. Are we talking about it now? Yeah, we're right now. We're now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, what has that ever happened with you and your wife? Like she became enemies with someone, and you were kind of like, oh, I mean, they didn't really do anything to me. Or should you automatically they should be your enemy because they're the enemy of your wife? It's um, it's a weird. It was a, it was a weird situation because Laura used to work here at the radio station. She left here in 2013, but she was here for like almost eight years working back in our sales department. And there was a girl that worked here that was um, at times would bully her and and their relationship was close at times. And when the bullying happened, things would go south. And it was tough because she'd have issues with this coworker. But at the same time, like it was, if it were outside of work, I probably I wouldn't talk to this girl. 
And I'd be upset with this girl. But you bring it into the office and she needed me to do something for her for the radio station. It's like, I can't be mean to her. It's, it's, this is a work thing. It was a weird situation. There were a couple of times where she had a client where I was going to do an appearance for her. And it's like, she's out there. I'm like, I'm not going not gonna to not talk to her because we're at a work event. But in the back of my mind going, Argh! you've got this beef with my wife right now and I'm not happy with you. It was a, it was a hard situation. Do you, so did it bother your wife that you still had that relationship? Um, yes and no. It did bother her, but she also understood why. You know, she's like, oh, you're, you're rather friendly with so-and-so. It's like, I know. It's like, well, I have to be. So it did bother her, but I think it bothered her more because she knew that, like, I couldn't be flat out mean to the person because it was a work event. I was working with her. I mean, you kind of were put in a weird spot mm-hmm. and, and yeah, you don't want to just like jump on and, and risk something with your job because of that. But I get, you know, I would be kind of hurt also. Like, what, what do you, what do you do? If you make an enemy, is that automatically your spouse's enemy and vice versa? Have you ever been in a situation where your spouse makes an enemy and you're kind of there going, oh, well, I, cause I remember something happened with my husband and he, he had a, a disagreement with someone that I would occasionally do business with. Not usually, but once in a while. And they did not speak. But then I'd see that person. I'd be like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> and like, it was just awkward because I knew that he hated my husband and I knew my <laughs> husband hated him. I was just like, oh, so well, good, good to see you. Um, and I don't think it bothered Matt, but I definitely did not make any efforts to like go out of my way for that person just because I I, I had to kind of not defend him, but I just I felt bad because of the situation. It's a hard situation to be in. Anyone been in that situation, how do you handle it? Or if you're yeah, you got a couple friends and there's a falling out between the wives, the husbands, but you're still close to the other person. How do you handle that situation? What do you do? Do you, if you, if your wife wants to cut off the friendship with the couple, then do you automatically have to cut off the friendship with the couple? But what if you're friends with them first? There's there's different layers to this. I think I think it's so subjective on whether you stay friends with that person or take on your spouse's enemy. What about well. what about your friends? Where like let's say someone does you dirty, should your best friend be against that person because they did you dirty? Like. Let's say, let's say um, someone, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something. Let's say like someone is just saying really terrible things about you Mm -hmm. behind your back. And then your best friend is like still friendly with that person, even though they're saying terrible things about you. Like, would that bother you? Oh, I think it would. I think it would. Now, do I expect that person to cut off all ties? No, but I maybe would expect that person to say something and defend me. So if there's someone that's talking bad about me or talking trash about me, I would expect my best friend or a close friend to say, hey, that's not true. Why are you saying that to confront the person about it? Yeah. What about you? That would It's happened to me uh, on several occasions, and it, it bothers me. But I don't tell my friends, you can't be friends with so-and-so. But it, it definitely bothers me, especially when they're all like, you know, you know, saying nice things to each other. And I'm like, wow, they talk crap about me and you're all like nicey nice about them. Like it it really is hurtful. But what can you do? You know, I'm not going to tell anyone who they can and can't be friends with. Yeah. Steph, you had a situation with James. What happened? Yeah. My old best friend, he would do things and say things that I never witnessed. It was all James saying it to me. And I, I supposedly they they said, don't worry about it. We're going to figure it out. 
and they did it without me. And I said, let me know if you need me to get involved. Well, eventually, few years la- few years later, it just added up. It built up every time we were around our my old best friend. It was really, really awkward. So there was a point where I had to confront my old best friend and said, hey, this isn't working out. I love you, but it looks like we're going to have to go our separate ways. And I had to do it just because James, every time we were around him, it was it got really, really tense. Oh, it's, it yeah. Sucked, you got to go with the you got to go with the spouse on that yeah. one. right? Yeah. Later. <laughs> See ya. We have the hot three coming up next. What do you have for All us? All right. What is the most productive day of the work week? And uh, are you going to get a lot done on this day? We'll tell you what that is. Why you should not make your bed. Right when you wake up in the morning, uh, for all of you uh, people that really go above and beyond and get that done right away, maybe you should be waiting. We'll tell you why. And the Pope deleted a tweet. Why? Because people started making fun of it. We'll tell you you what it said coming up next in the Hot 3. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Repeat after me. I am going to accomplish so much today. I am going to accomplish so much today. Again. I am going to accomplish so much today. One more time. I, JC, I'm going to accomplish so much today. See, I want everyone to say that because you are going to have a productive day. If, if you tell yourself, you're going to. But also, according to a new survey, Monday is the most productive day of the week. Also, 46% of hybrid workers prefer to start their week from their company's headquarters compared to just 20% who favor working from home. Like, it kind of gets you in the, the mindset. If you're in the workplace, you're like in that work mindset. 65% of those people who split their time between home and office think hybrid work has actually com- uh, improved their communication skills so I, my brother does a hybrid thing. He's, he works in the office two days, works at home three days, and he loves it. He's like, I still get that interaction with everyone, but I don't have to go and do the commute every single day. He is such a fan of that. And what does he do for a living? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I know the I company asked. he works for, but I don't know. They have an office here, though, and he does work with them. And he goes, yeah, my coworkers listen to you. I'm like, no kidding. Uh-uh. He's like, yeah. We were just, I was saying, oh, yeah, my sister works in Vegas. And they're like, oh, what does your sister do? And he told them, they're like, we listen to her. And so I thought that was kind of funny. He's like, please don't talk about me and my job because they listen. And I was like, okay. Do you have someone in your family who has a birthday tomorrow? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Why? Uh, tomorrow's my sister's birthday. And for some reason, I thought we realized like like last year that we both have family members with a birthday tomorrow on February 7th. My 
daughter's birthday is on Wednesday, February 8th. Oh, that's what it is. It's close yeah. to each other. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely have a birthday coming up. Are you? Ooh. Did you get your sister something? No, we don't. No, we stopped birthday. I'll, I'll send her a text message. We're, we're at the point of sending a nice text message in yeah, the morning. Yeah, you don't do anything. Yeah, no. I, I don't really send my brothers and sister. Only Mario, I send him birthday gifts. No one else. <laughs> <laughs> John would, maybe John would get gifts up until he had kids, and then it's like, yeah, you got kids. Yeah, now the kids get kids the gifts. Kids get your gifts, buddy. Um, also, this morning, does your day not begin until you make your bed well it turns out you shouldn't be worried about that if you never got around to making your bed first thing in the morning you're going to love this research has found a very valid reason for not crossing this off your to-do list until later in the day it turns out that making the bed right after you wake up actually traps damp air from sweating in your sheets which is very inviting to dust mites so it is actually better to wait an hour before you make your bed weekdays make it first thing because i transfer in the middle of the night so i'm waking up in the guest bedroom Uh, i met this for i take jacks out and i go upstairs and i do some push-ups and then i make my bed weekends Different story. When Laura and I get up, um, the, the bed stays unmade until later in the morning until we go back upstairs for the first time. So that's a good thing. Yeah. But yeah, the other one, uh, maybe wait till you get home to make it because you're trapping all those uh, all those uh, particles in there and then the dust mites come right in. You they th- love them. Think about it. Yeah. Or if you sweat or something for some reason. Yeah. I never thought about it that yeah. way. Let it air out. <laughs> Lazy people in messy beds for the win. <laughs> on College JC had it right. I never made my bed. I mean, that was the smart thing to do. All right. Finally, this morning, giving someone the finger is more offensive here than in Italy okay and I I guess they don't do that very much in Vatican City either last week um, late last week the Pope's official Twitter account posted and deleted a tweet praising the middle finger it was all very innocent though and he wasn't really telling Catholics to flip each other off more often it started with a speech he gave in the Congo last Thursday where he talked about how the five digits on your hand represent five essential things in life for example your thumb represents prayer your pinky means service and whoever runs his Twitter account summarized each one online but eventually yanked the post down after people had fun with the one about your middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> so he was doing each one thumb. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so the, the, the post says that the middle finger represents honesty because it is higher than your other fingers. So in the comments, people were promising to flip people off more often. The best response came from someone in New York who said, quote, I am doing the Lord's work driving on the Belt Parkway this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so we start doing that. Hey, Mercedes, I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what they were saying, but they took it down. So I guess they don't want us to, to flip each other off. That is awesome. <laughs> I'm looking at all the fingers. So thumb is prayer. Uh-huh. The forefinger is others, like pointing things out to others. Okay. That's a second ingredient. Middle finger is honesty. Ring finger is forgiveness. The wedding ring, um, the, the ring finger on which wedding rings are worn, if you think about it, the ring finger is also the weakest finger, the one that is hardest for us to raise. It reminds us that the goals uh, that bring us fulfillment in life, above all, involve weakness, weariness, and hardship. So that's uh, that one. And then the pinky is service. Um, y- you may be tempted to say, I'm so little, and whatever I, good I can do is a, but a drop in the ocean, but it is precisely littleness. Our decision to become little, that makes us do good things. 
Well, that's really good. I know. That's very insightful. And the middle finger is <laughs> out <laughs> the way. And get out of here. <laughs> hey, those tickets, don't forget, we have your Beyonce tickets all week long. 940 tickets for you to go see Beyonce. <gasps> It is scary when you lose a pet. I mean, they are like your fur baby or maybe they're your reptile or <laughs> your rodent or whatever it is. If this is uh, something that means so much to you and you lose your pet, it's it's like losing a family member. It's scary. It really is. And it, has that happened to you? And, and how did you go about it? If you found your pet, what what did you do? How long was your pet missing? Because my, I have a buddy of mine that's going through this, and he is just devastated beyond words. Like, I was talking to him on Saturday morning, and he was just, like, hysterically crying about the whole thing. His dog, he lost his dog on Thursday. And I'll, I'll keep it vague. I don't want to, like, call any businesses. But my buddy's a, a part-time runner for businesses in town. And he got a call from a business behind Resorts World to run something downtown. And he swung over there to, to do this to do this run for this business. And he had his dog with him. And the guy's like, listen, I think my buddy's going to the courthouse. He's like, this should take anywhere from a minute to maybe 45 minutes, depending on the weight. You can't bring a dog in with you into the courthouse. So my buddy asked the guy if he could watch his dog. And the guy's like, yeah, sure, no problem. You see where the story is going. My buddy left to run the, run the errand. And uh, the guy opened the door to his business. The dog got out and took off. Oh, that is just like you wonder why they why they take off. I mean, they know who their owner is. Why are they leaving? Do they are they trying to make a getaway like I've had enough of you? Or are they just seeing something that intrigues them? Or are they just curious and like, hey, I'll, I'll find them afterwards. It'll be fine. And then. You know, they're not. It's just uh, so he has not had any luck. No luck. So this was Thursday and um, I saw the post. He made a post about it on Saturday. That's when I saw it. So I called him and he was telling me So this is behind Resorts World. And he's been down there walking around. He's got flyers everywhere. He went to Resorts World to talk about surveillance. Uh, the businesses next door, the area is going everywhere. And um, I actually went down there Saturday and kind of drove around myself looking for the dog. Didn't see anything. But there's a lot of homeless people in that area. So we went back to the homeless people and he's handing out flyers and everything. And then someone told him, and I don't know if this is true. We should do it this way or not. Someone said, don't keep your search. If you're the owner, keep your search in the area that the dog was lost. Like he was walking up to the strip and down the strip. They're saying because your dog will pick up on your scent. And you don't want the dog, if it's hiding in a bush or something, to pick up on your scent and follow your scent farther away from where it was originally lost. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Did, did he try the animal shelters? Yeah, stuff? oh yeah. Calling all the shelters. Um, he went down, he took some of his clothing, like socks and underwear, and put them in bushes around the office where the dog ran out of, thinking maybe the dog will pick up on that scent and come back to that smell. He's trying everything, and just uh, so far, no luck, but it's a scary situation. My, my wife, one of her friends in L.A., lost her dog. She took a, out a Facebook ad, and someone saw the dog thanks to the Facebook ad. Um, something similar. I, I, this was not, I didn't know them personally. It was my friend's sister. Same thing happened. She was telling me that her sister lost their dog, posted on Facebook, put it on a Facebook ad. Someone called her and said, I have your dog, but it's going to cost you like $500 if you want your dog back. And so of course she's like, absolutely. And they're like, 
uh, Venmo me the money. And she's like, no, I'll do it in person. And they're like, no, then you're not going to get your dog. So at, she goes, I'll Venmo you half of it. And then I'll give you the other half when I meet you. And they're like, okay, that's fine. So she Venmos her $250 and never hears from them again. Uh, like total lie. Like yeah. they saw that and were like, oh, this will be a quick way to make money. So that's terrible that someone would prey on someone who is just desperate to find their their dog. Let's talk to Christy. Hey, Christy, go, what's going on? Oh, I'm just trying to say yes, I agree with that. that Facebook, all of it. Um, my dog was missing for three months. She had bolted out the front door. We had always gotten her back in the past, but um, this time someone picked her up. And I had a caller on her with our phone number and my name, and she had been picked up by a little girl, and the girl had taken her collar off. And then finally, three months later, an aunt found the collar in a bag and figured out that it was our dog. And I got her back. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That gives a lot of people hope if they are going through that. That's amazing. And and Mercedes, you have to be careful because I said to him, I said, have you had any leads from the flyers? He had the same thing. You got, put the flyers out, get a bunch of calls, text messages. Uh-huh. Hey, I've got your dog. He's like, oh my gosh, really? And the, so one guy was like sending him a code or some website. And he's like, this dude don't have my dog. Yeah. He's just trying to scam money out of me. So you have to be careful. But that gives hope. If uh, three months after the fact, finding your dog, that yeah. gives hope. That really does. I'm pretty, uh, That I, I'm really hoping that your friend finds a dog. Do you want to say what kind of dog it is? So in case anyone sees yeah, it. Uh, it's in the area of Resorts World. It's like a black, like, mutt almost it's black uh with like white um coloring under its chin um yeah black right. with white like a white beard yes black <laughs> with a white beard okay. uh seven, he's had him for seven years and i think his name is snuffy i should probably know that but um behind resorts world if anyone sees a, a dog behind resorts world call or in us. front of resorts world or on the side of yeah. resorts world or circus uh, circus adventure Dome. Mall, <laughs> the wind maybe went over there like yeah just keep your eyes out that's uh that's really scary scary stuff so we do have coming up here uh, in about 10 minutes we're doing heads up and when you win heads up we got a hundred dollar gift card for you at emeralds new orleans fish house or if you want to delmonico steakhouse at the venetian Grammys were last night. How would you give the overall show? What's like your final final verdict on the Grammys last night? I thought it was fine. I mean, I didn't think it was like the most spectacular thing I've ever seen, but I thought there were some great performances. Bad Bunny opened the show. I thought that that was a really great way to start it off. The energy was so good. I loved the 50th anniversary uh, tribute to hip hop. That was insane. It was like screaming at the TV. And it was nice to see... A lot of the the awards, I felt like they were distributed in a nice way where it wasn't just focused on one person all night long. Like, I felt like everybody got a little bit of love. Beyonce broke a record, which was great. I think she ended up with like three awards. But I mean, you know, she's Beyonce and and that was pretty cool for her to, to get that record. And she almost didn't make it in time for the show last night. Here's host Trevor Noah explaining that uh, Beyonce... She's stuck in traffic. Beyonce is on her way. The upside of hosting the Grammys in L.A. is that everyone can be here. The downside of hosting the Grammys in L.A. is the traffic. Just for reference, Beyonce has now equaled the record for most Grammys of any individual of all time. Yeah, the the traffic is what kept her from getting there on time. I mean, you should you should got to plan ahead, number one. But two, 
L.A. traffic is pretty unpredictable. You just never know. But I would assume that with the Grammys, you know that around that area, it's going to get a little It's going to get busy, right? Have you ever missed the moment because of traffic or something pop up on your way to a huge event? Because um, I go back to our wedding. And so when we got married, it was 2007. We lived right by the radio station, Jones and 215. And we got married at Wynn. And Laura's mom was over at our house. And um, instead of getting on the 215 and going on the 15, um, she took Jones all the way down to Spring Mountain. So traffic light, traffic light, traffic light, traffic light. We're literally waiting to start the wedding, but we couldn't because we're waiting on her mom to arrive at the venue. Mm, yikes. And she she's not really familiar with the city and, you know, the best ways to go. So, you you know, you feel bad about that. But, man, that's a... That, that waiting for the mother of the bride. Oh my god! There's a whole. What's going on? I remember Lars' uncle looking at me, going, saying, uh, "Lars' mom's not here yet." I'm like, "What?" And I don't think she had ways. It's 2007. I don't think I don't know if she had an app on her phone because I remember when she landed at the airport, she picked up a rental car and she was following me on the 215. And she got turned around on the 215, so I think she thought just taking Jones one road, turned right on Spring Mountain, second road Golden, but not realizing there's a traffic light every single stop, every single intersection. You're hitting a traffic light. Has anyone ever missed uh, something big? Because of traffic. I mean, it was big. Or at the very least, you were late because of it. What was it? 702-364-9400. I, I haven't missed anything super bad. Um, but I do have a tendency late. And it's not just traffic. It's just I underestimate the time that it takes to get places. Like, in my mind, I'm in Summerlin. I'm like, it'll take me 15 minutes to get to Green Valley. No problem. It takes more than 15 minutes. I just, in my mind, it's only 15 minutes. It it seems like it should only be 15 minutes, but it's more like 25 minutes. And so then I'll always end up late just because I'm like, Dang it, why don't I give myself more time? Why is that? Is that a Vegas thing? That people think that things are much closer because you can kind of see around the valley. Like, oh, I know where it is. I know where I'm going. It's one highway, the 215 to get out there. Yeah, easy 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes top. It's like 30 minutes to get out there because of traffic and everything. I just feel like everything is 15 minutes away from everything uh-huh. here. And that we should be able to get to places super fast. But yeah, that's... That's not the case. Um, I do now that I met, I'm thinking about it. One time, uh, my daughter had a birthday party, and we were hosting it at. Uh, it was when GameWorks was at Tivoli Village. Um, I think it's something else now. And so we, the the party started at two. Uh, same thing. I totally underestimated how much time it would take us to get there. So I think we left at one forty-five. We got there after two, and then people were standing there like, "Where's the party?" You're hosting the party. We're walking in with the cake. I'm like, "I'm so sorry, we're late." Oh my gosh, she was so mad at me. I was like, "I just underestimated how long it would take to get here." Uh, this text says, "I missed most of my cousin's med school graduation party because of a six-hour flight delay." Now that's not even your problem. Yeah. Like you that is not your fault. You tried. You can't control that. So don't beat yourself up on that one. Oh, that's funny about the birthday party. Hey guys, hey, it's not going to start without us, Everyone's you know? Standing there waiting. They're like, "Uh, and I just felt <laughs> so bad." I'm like, "I am so sorry." Uh, next hour 9:40 tickets for you just talking about her. She was stuck in traffic. We have your tickets to go see Beyoncé. This is huge. 9:40 tickets to go see Beyoncé, and this is big as well right now. We want Caller 20 at 702-364-9400. You're Caller 20. You're playing heads up for a great prize. We have, with Valentine's Day coming up, something that you could definitely use. A $100 gift card. Good at Emerald's New Orleans Fish House or Delmonico Steakhouse. 
Now, if you win, you will be in the running for the grand prize where we will, instead of giving you this gift card, get you a 7 p.m. dinner for two at either Delmonico Steakhouse or Emerald's New Orleans Fish House on Valentine's Day. Not only do we have your dinner taken care of, but we got your reservation set. So caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. All right, let's get our contestant. It is Melissa. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning. You are caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Yes, let's, yes, so ready. Let's do it. Let's get you this $100 gift card to either Emerald's New Orleans Fish House or Delmonico Steakhouse. Pick a category. It's a Valentine's Day themed heads up today. Do you want to go with dinner date, rom-coms, Valentine's Day, bride and groom, or day off? How about bride and groom? Bride and groom. All right. So, obviously, next Tuesday is Valentine's Day, the day for the lovers. And these are all things you would see at a wedding. Okay? Okay. Got okay. it. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? I'm actually going to try JC. All right. All right, Melissa. I like it. Here we go. 60 <laughs> seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you'll get that gift card. And we start now. You walk down this. The bride walks down this. Ohio. Yes. You say this to make it official. I, I do. Yes. Um, flowers, and the bride will do something with them, and someone tries to catch Possible them. Cane? Yes. This is a special moment where um, the bride and that older special man in her life do something. Father and daughter dance. Yes. The best man, the maid of honor, will do this. They say, make a speech? Yes. We exchange these. You put them on your fingers. Vows. No oh, rings. Oh, rings. Yeah, yeah. Rings. yeah. I was a little ahead of myself. I was predicting the future. I knew she was going to get it. Yes. Nice. Yay. Congratulations, Yay. Melissa. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, JC. Thank you, Melissa. You just got the uh, the $100 gift card. Go to Emerald's New Orleans Fish House or uh, Delmonico Steakhouse at the Venetian. Your choice to use it at either one. And then you're qualified for this grand prize. If you win it, instead, you'll get that 7 o'clock dinner for two at either one of those restaurants on Valentine's Day, valued at $250. So congratulations on that. And next hour, 940, your tickets to go see Beyonce. It's Mix 94.1. Something I don't understand. I don't understand. There's a lot of things I don't understand, but this in particular, I don't understand. And maybe, maybe um, some younger people can shed some light on it for me. Like kids, um, is there something that your kid does and you just don't understand it? And on the other side, is there something your parent does that you just don't understand? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. My daughter went to uh, her friend's bat mitzvah this weekend, and it was like really cool. They had it, they rented out this big space. They had music and food, and just it was a huge celebration for her friend. And so we dropped her off at like 6 30, and then we picked her up um, like around 10 15, 10 30. And so we're waiting in the car, texting her, like, hey, we're here, come on out. And so she walks out. And she gets in the car and she's wearing like this backwards baseball cap. Like, I guess they gave out like merch. At the thing. <laughs> and, and she's wearing this. She's wearing a nice dress, but this backwards baseball cap. And she gets in the car. And she goes, Whew. and I turn and look. I was like, do you have fun? She's like, 
Yeah. And she's drenched in sweat. Like, her hair is wet. Like, that's how sweaty she is. I'm like, oh, my gosh. What happened? And she goes, I just spent the last three hours jumping. And I was like, why were you jumping? She's like, that's how we dance. I love it. That's how you dance? She goes, yes. You just stand there and you jump. And we've been jumping for three hours. And so my question is, like, why why do kids dance that? Like, why is that the way to dance? I don't understand. Like, you just jump up and down. And, like, I, I, get, I get it. Like, you know, these songs, I remember at the point when they said jump, jump, you would you jump. jump. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't the whole song. Like, you did different things. Maybe I should ask you, Steph. You're the dancer. Like, why, why do kids jump, just jump when they dance now? I, I can't tell you why they dance, but it's funny that she says that's what we do is because when we first start teaching beginning hip hop classes, that's one of the first things we do is like, all right, just jump up and down just so that they can get a rhythm of the one and two and three. But for some reason, if you know, if you can do like a side to side, why not do a side to side? I, I don't know what it is about the jumping. I love this. If that's dancing now, just jumping up and down, I can dance. Yeah, you could definitely dance. Oh, my dance. God. I mean, if someone says you want to go dancing, I'm like, absolutely. Any song you can sit and dance to? Just jump up and down. Just the jump. One, one, one. Jump, jump. Good cardio, too. Yeah, I like this. Oh, yeah. What, is a, what does your kid do that you don't understand? Or what does your parent do that uh, you don't understand? My mom does something I don't understand. Is she hoards everything. She like if we go to a uh, Taco Bell, she's got to get a handful of sauces to sit to take home. If we go um, to some place, she'll grab a stack of napkins to take home. Like she, she just takes stuff, and they'll she'll throw it in a drawer, and like we'll be using Burger King napkins for like ten <laughs> ten days after that. <laughs> like she takes everything it's everything that's free she'll take more than one of and i don't understand that <laughs> but she's using it though right yeah like the taco well, bell yeah. sauce oh like oh well, you know i'll go home and she makes a quesadilla she's like do you want some sauce i'm like sure i'll take some sauce she'll like throw down six packets of taco <laughs> bell sauce i'm like what the heck uh, where did this come from why 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 do parents do that oh i i, I why well, yeah i don't know but I, I you mentioned before that your mom like has a bunch of stuff too in the basement and everything and she just collects stuff but two, also, I'm I'm so just fascinated by this dancing thing with kids. <laughs> what else are kids doing? Parents, what are some other things that your kids are doing that they come home? You're like, you did what all night? Okay, or you just don't understand? I'll tell you another thing that she does. Yeah, please give it to me. All all lowercase writing, like texts. Everything has to be lowercase. She does not capitalize anything. Not names. Not anything in her. All her contacts are all lowercase. Uh, everything has to be lowercase. So I see that a lot. But so then if she's sending a text message and like she's just saying like, hi, JC, she's making the effort to go back and change the H because it's the first thing you're typing. It's going to be capitalized. She's making the effort to go back and change that to a lowercase H. No, she goes into the settings and says, turn off capitalization. So it never comes so up. So it never comes up. Yeah. So Is we have it- no caps and no punctuation either. Um, or is punctuation yeah. making a comeback? No, she doesn't really use punctuation either. It, like, if I use punctuation, she'll be like, what's wrong? 
I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, you ended that sentence with a period. Are you mad? I'm like, no, you're supposed to put a period at the end of the sentence. What are you talking about? It's so bizarre. My wife, uh, she doesn't use punctuation. She stopped using it in text messages. I think for work once she uses it, but to me and stuff, she doesn't. And I still use punctuation. And the same thing was last week. Uh, she texted me during the show and I just responded really fast and sent something else really fast and didn't do punctuation. And she wrote back, are you mad? Why am I mad? Why do you think I'm mad? Because I didn't have any punctuation. I'm always using punctuation. And that's uh, the, just be like, I learned that from you not to use <laughs> punctuation. It's just so interesting. Uh, the, like the things. And um, and then also, here's another thing that my kids do. My kids does. And I hear a lot of kids do it. Say, use the phrase. It's giving. Everything is. It's giving. Like when she saw Beyonce last night, she's like her her dress is giving, I am a queen. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> and she's like, it's giving, I am a queen. And I'm like, okay. And then uh, like on a Saturday night, I was wearing all black and she's like, it's giving funeral. I'm like, oh, is the vibe you're giving off? Yeah, no? okay. everything is giving. It's, But she doesn't say it's giving the vibe. She says it's just giving. So like you, it's giving lumberjack. <laughs> It's giving. That's like, those are the three things. Is there anything else that you have? This is so educational. It's so educational. I'm telling you, I could write a book about this stuff. What is she doing for her birthday this week? Oh, it's a different daughter. That's Brooklyn. Oh, oh, Sophie's Sophie's birthday is this week. Oh, Sophie's birthday is this week. Okay. okay. What is Sophie doing for her birthday this week? Uh, She's giving off birthday vibes? (laughs) She's giving. She's going to be in school. She's going to be at school. Is she so. coming home for a party or anything? She's going to come home this weekend, oh, but nice. her actual birthday, she'll be at school. So she bring cupcakes to class? Shh, I'm sending something. <laughs> Don't tell. For her class base in college? <laughs> great. I was going to send a cake, but I'm like, oh, she doesn't have tools to cut a cake. <laughs> so I'm just going to send her cupcakes and some balloons. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, she doesn't have tools sh- to cut a cake. Well, we're, tell me where a college kid is going to get like a, a knife and like a, uh, what's a little... Slice the thing is, yeah, yeah, slice can take it to the yeah. to the, uh, the commissary, the uh, the student union. They have something there they can use. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's just, uh, man, it's crazy. These... It's it's giving. Okay, how would I? Everything. It's giving birthday vibes. No, don't say vibes. It's, it's giving, giving birthday. birthday. Okay, it's I got. It. Okay, birthday. it's giving birthday. Everything is it's giving. Hey, we giving Beyonce next <laughs> no, hour. We giving. No. We are giving Beyonce. <laughs> T- wait, we. Next hour, we... You can't do it. Don't try. We give in tickets. (laughs) How do I say it? The show, it's giving prizes. It's it's giving... It's giving... Listen, it's giving... You're going to win. It's giving... Amazing! It's giving. Now, Steph, if you tweet that out, make sure it's there's no capital. It's all lowercase when we tweet that out and zero punctuation as well. Can I use a hashtag in that? Is that or is that not giving? Well, when you use a ha- here's another thing. Okay, okay? Go, yeah. when you use a hashtag, you have to say like my uh, my oldest. She'll say something like, um, I'll I'll say, oh yeah, um, this person uh, really made me mad, and she's like hashtag loser. <laughs> like she'll you say the hashtag. In whatever you're saying. Okay. Okay. So, um, hashtag amazing what we're doing today. Hashtag, yeah. hashtag huge. Hashtag huge. Yes, exactly. Hashtag exclusive. <laughs> hashtag winning before you can buy them. <laughs> hashtag losers. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so, I love it. That's my favorite moment of the show. I'm so educated now. Yeah. Hot threes up next. What do you, what do you have for us? Okay. Wait, we, you, you're giving us hot three. I, I'm giving, I'm giving information. I'm giving <laughs> 
she knows what's going on. It's giving. I'm catching on there. Okay. <laughs> okay. So do most Americans support stopping the sale of this product? What do you think about this? Also, shopping with kids, it's a bad idea. How much extra do you spend when they are with you? And a Pennsylvania boy graduates high school at this age. He put us all to shame, guys. We'll talk about it coming up next in the Hot 3. It's about damn time. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The sentiment towards smoking has drastically changed, and a new survey by the CDC indicates most Americans are ready to end the sale of tobacco products. The survey published last week found that more than half of respondents supports policies that would stop or phase out the sale of tobacco products. About 57.3% said they are in favor of banning the sale of all tobacco products, while 62.3% support banning the sale of menthol cigarettes. About 25% of respondents who supported banning all tobacco products identified as tobacco tobacco users, which is kind of interesting. It's just not just non-smokers. About a third of participants in favor of banning menthol cigarettes currently use tobacco. So what do you think? Banning the sale of all tobacco products. Will people try to find it then on the illegal, like on the black market of cigarettes? Would that become a thing then, trying to get cigarettes on the black market? Um, but you go back to it, just go back to, you know, in the, in the 80s and 90s and, and, and you go to a club or something and the people be smoking. Restaurants had smoking sections. It's crazy to think that if you went into a restaurant, there was an actual smoking section inside a restaurant. Yeah. And I still I still am like, wow, when I go to the airport and there's the the, the gas chamber, yes. basically, it's like there's just so much smoke and you can see through the glass like people are in there. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's there's so much smoke in there it's it's like a smoke chamber it's crazy and they open that door it's like whoa yeah. and they step out and talk about we talked earlier about body odor and stuff they have that just that smoke smell on them as they're walking through the airport absolutely i mean i i think at the very least it isn't this you could buy tobacco when you're 18 years old isn't it yes mm-hmm. maybe what about bumping it up to 21 just so younger people don't get addicted mm-hmm. at such an early age and i know you know they're gonna find a way just like you know if they find a way with alcohol but i don't know maybe make it a little more difficult i don't know about banning it totally i mean i i feel you know if someone's addicted to it that's that's hard to break an addiction i get it so i don't know it's just a. I think that whole thing is kind of crazy that they're talking about completely banning it. My grandmother, uh, my mom's mom, was a smoker. And I remember one point she was talking about quitting smoking. She wanted to stop. And I was a little kid. And so I took her cigarettes, took the pack, and I smashed them all up. I'm like, you're going to stop now. And I smashed all her cigarettes up. That's the only time I saw my grandmother mad. Oh, I bet. I bet. (laughs) She was probably like, you're done. What are you doing? No, you said you're going to stop. Oh, no. (laughs) No. I just got chills on that one. (laughs) Um, Also this morning, a new study has found two in three parents say shopping with their kids tends to be more expensive 
than just shopping by themselves. When parents go alone, it costs an average of $133, but with kids, it costs an average of $179. For 65% of people, shopping solo allows them to buy different things from different stores than when their kids were around. Shopping together also found to give kids a chance to spend their own money. Uh, 35% claimed shopping outside uh, alongside their kids is like pulling teeth, and for many, bribery is the answer, so that's kind of why you uh, end up spending more money on them. When your kids were younger and you go grocery shopping, would you take them along? And how often were they begging for certain treats or snacks or cereals when you guys went shopping? We would not take them for that very reason. We would not take them. But the thing is, um, Target's just as bad. So then we take them to Target. It's actually worse because then you walk by the toys. It's like, Target! Or or now it's like stationary stickers, da, 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 all this stuff. There's always something. This new album's out. I gotta get it and whatever. So yeah, it's it's a real thing for sure. Uh, Steph, someone just called about the smoking thing. What's going on? Yeah. So also we looked it up on Google. Nevada is now 21 and up to buy tobacco. Oh, I didn't know that. And I think it was as of 2019. So very, fairly recent. Oh, oh wow. Interesting. Great. I had no clue. Uh, thanks for letting us know. Finally, this morning, a Pennsylvania boy makes history by graduating from his high school at nine years old. Oh, show off. Yeah, no kidding. When David Balagon recently received his high school diploma, uh, the Ben Salem, Pennsylvania nine-year-old became one of the youngest high school graduates Ever, He graduated from Reach Cyber uh, Charter School in Harrisburg, which he attended remotely and where he was given the opportunity to accelerate his studies. He said they didn't bog him down. They advocated for him saying he can do this. He can do this. The new graduate loves science and computer programming. He, He hopes to be an astrophysicist saying that he wants to study black holes and supernovas. He's already got a few college credits under his belt. And his family is currently looking at college options for him. He's from Ben Salem, but went somewhere else because we played Ben Salem High School, and they were tough. Well, he said it says that yeah he he's from there, but he did this uh, remote cyber uh, charter school in Harrisburg. So. Nine nine years old. Nine years old. My God, nine years old. I was eating my boogers. Oh. I mean, seriously. I mean, I I try to think about where I was at nine, mm-hmm. and and just. Not just you know mentally, but like physically. Just, yes. I'm glad he got to go via <laughs> online. Probably people are like, "Man, this guy is so smart." Is it the, I hope I meet this guy someday, and you meet them, and he's like, "Hello, <laughs> young hey, so, Is your parent here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, next hour, nine forty. You're gonna go see Beyonce. We've got your tickets at nine forty. It's Mix ninety four point one. Beyonce tickets start to go on sale today for her fan club members. We'll see how things go with Ticketmaster, but that's not a worry for you because we have your tickets coming up this hour at 940. And right now it is time for you to be the judge. Is this person a jerk or are they justified? We love getting your scenarios and getting your uh, emails asking for advice whether or not someone is a jerk or justified. So you can do that by sending us an email through our website, Mix941.fm. This one reads, Hey, you two. Scott here. Love the show. Listened all through high school and continue to listen as I attend UNLV. I have a part-time job at a fast food joint in Henderson. James, the owner's son, also goes to UNLV, and he's a shift manager. Sometimes customers will come in and just be angry about such little stuff. Like literally blow up about nothing. I don't know if they're in a bad mood already and looking for someone to take it out on or what, 
but it's a lot. So James and I were joking about having a little fun with them and hopefully getting them off our backs. One day I was at work and some guy was having a temper about how the fries are not crispy enough. So James came in and was like, sir, is there a problem here? And the guy started ranting at him too. So he was just like, Scott, this is unacceptable. You're fired. I started acting real sad, like, no, please don't fire me. My family needs the money. I need this job, please. And he played it up telling me to take off my apron and leave. The angry guy started to backtrack, saying things like, it isn't that big of a problem. You don't need to fire him over it. I didn't mean it. And James was like, no, we pride ourselves on the best customer service. We've done it a couple times, uh, and almost every time the person who had come in angry will apologize and say they didn't mean it. It's kind of satisfying making people realize their actions might actually have consequences. Anyway, I was telling my friends about this, and a few of them thought it was a mean prank to let someone go away thinking they've gotten someone who desperately needs the money fired. Do you guys think we are jerks for this? I'll be listening. What do you guys think? Let us know. 702-364-9400 is our number. You can comment on our Facebook page, too. Uh, I don't think you're a jerk, but I also don't think you're justified. Like, I think you're right in the middle. Like, I do think it's kind of funny. Um, It kind of gives them a piece of, you know, a dose of their own medicine, and, and then it'll make them rethink complaining over such trivial things. But, I mean... It it isn't nice, but it's kind of funny, I guess. I'm I I think it's I think it's hysterical that you do it. Um, the only problem is you need to be careful because this could, could come back and bite you. Because what if if you're at a fast food place in Henderson? I'm sure that maybe it's a repeat customer. They come back. They come back the next night and see you there. Or what if they feel awful? Like if if for some reason I was in a situation and I complained about something and the guy's like, "You're fired. Get the get out of here." I would feel so bad. That I would probably like write to someone. So what if you know this person sends an email to your the, the guy's dad who owns the joint or whatever, and it gets back to you guys that you're doing this prank? It, it could bite you in the end. Would you really write if if I complained about the fries being too soggy and the like? Like Scott, you won't write to fired? get your own jeans fixed. You're not gonna. <laughs> no, I just write my jeans. But I'm saying like if someone got fired because my complaint, I, I, I probably would write reach out to the manager like, hey, you know, I'm sorry, I complained about. The fries not being crispy enough, and uh, the manager fired the guy over it. I, I definitely would reach out. We're getting some texts here, um, some messages. Jennifer says, love it. People have zero awareness outside themselves. This lesson hopefully teaches them to think before they speak. Uh, this one says, you're a jerk. This one says, justified as someone who works in customer service for six years. I am never mean to anyone in customer service. I know how it feels to be understaffed, underpaid, and overworked. Kindness is not hard. It's free. Uh, this one says it's totally brilliant. Some people need to learn to not take out their frustrations at those who work in the customer service field. I took it for too long and now have been trying to find a job that isn't as stressful. We're getting mostly support on this. A lot of people are saying that this is brilliant and this this is a good way to ca- uh, to teach a lesson that doesn't really cause any harm and so yeah it sounds like a lot of people are are thinking this is a pretty funny situation how would you react you mentioned last week and if you didn't complain you went to that coffee shop you sat down your coffee was cold how would you react if you went up and said you know hey excuse me i just want to point out my coffee's cold and they're like what rebecca 
you're fired. How would you react to that situation? I would have been like, no, this is, no, I wasn't looking for that. I just wanted to let you know. Like, I would have felt really bad about that. But that's why I don't complain. <laughs> I just take it. I don't want anyone to get in trouble because of something uh, that had to do with me. There's, it's just not going to happen. Just be careful that person. Goes, if you're if, if you're working with a strip and they're tourists, yeah, have at it. Be yeah. careful that person comes back. Jerk or Justified, we do it every Monday. If you have a situation, you can uh, reach us reach us through our website, Mix941.fm. And don't forget this hour, 940, those tickets for you to go see Beyonce. Take my hand. like the wolf on Mix 94.1. And here's a pro tip. Every day at 7.15, you want to be listening for the Taylor Swift era and hour. We will tell you an era that you need to listen for and what hour you need to listen for that song. And when you hear it, you're caller 20. And hey, Regina. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What a horrible start I had this morning. And you just changed it. Thank you. Well, well you are color 20. You heard the era. What What was the era, Regina? It was the 80s song. An 80s song. Duran Duran falls into that category. And you just got tickets oh my to God. see Taylor oh. Swift, the era's tour at Allegiant Stadium. Congratulations. Oh, guys, you don't even know. My morning was so horrible. And this just, I can't believe it. Thank you. What thank happened? You, Talk you. to us. What happened this morning? Um, let's just put, uh, my son had a huge breakdown and meltdown and he's, he's a teenager, but he has autism and it was tough. And oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. And you could just, you could just, you could just add on a ton of stuff, a, a whole ton of stuff about stuff. So Regina, I don't want to bore everybody, but no, it, this was great. <laughs> you are strong. You are amazing, Regina. And you just won uh, tickets. Congratulations. Oh my God. He's, he loves going to concerts oh, with me, so I can't even. I can't tell you. I can't even tell you. Thank you. So happy for you, Regina. And we've got these tickets all week long. Just listen, 7.15 for the era and the hour, and you could go see Taylor Swift. The winning is not over this morning. We've got your tickets to go see Beyonce, and we have them in about 20 minutes. 9.40 tickets for you to go see Beyonce. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. The Grammys are trending this morning. Music's biggest night showed us some great performances and broke some big records. First off, let's talk about the host, Trevor Noah. He uh, hosted again this year, and this is how he opened the show. Harry Styles is here tonight, everybody. Women throw their panties at this man. Then he puts them on, and he looks better in them than they do. Lizzo's joining us. The most famous flute player in the world since... I'm sure there were others, and, and but you know what I mean. Taylor Swift sold more albums than any other human on the planet last year. The only music we listened to more than Taylor's music was the hold music for Southwest Airlines. That was it. They've got the real streaming numbers. I thought he did a really good job. I really enjoy him. He's fun. Yeah, I, I like how when he opens, he's working the crowd. He's actually in the audience talking to people. And I thought it was funny when he announced that Beyonce was going to be here. Like, Lizzo lit up. Like, what? 
like looking around, where's Beyonce? Yeah, it was uh, really cool. Beyonce was late because she got stuck in traffic, but she did make Grammy history when she won four Grammys, which was enough to break the record for the most Grammy wins of all time. Here is Beyonce accepting uh, for best dance electronic music album for Renaissance. I'd like to thank my beautiful husband, my beautiful three children who are at home watching. I'd like to thank the queer community for your love and for inventing the genre. God bless you. Thank you so much to the Grammys. She had a great night. Also, someone who had a great night, Harry Styles. He performed last night. And he won the big one. He won Album of the Year. I think like on nights like tonight, it's obviously so important for us to remember that there is no such thing as best in music. Um, I don't think any of us sit in the studio thinking, making decisions based on what is going to get us one of these. This is really, really kind. I'm so, so grateful. Uh, Lizzo did well. She got a record of the year for about damn time. Uh, Song of the year went to Bonnie Raitt for just like that. New best new artist, Samara Joy. Um, Best pop solo performance went to Adele with Easy On Me. And best pop performance by a duo or group went to Unholy by Sam Smith and Kim Petras. Here is, uh, wait, do we have that one? Am I missing it? Uh, They got the performance. Uh, Number four is the performance. Okay. Three Number three. Oh, there we My go. Mother, um, I grew up uh, next to a highway no, in nowhere, Germany, and my mother believed me that I was a girl, and um, I wouldn't be here without her um, and her support. It was a uh, it was a really good night with some good performances and and uh, I thought some great acceptance speeches. Love the tribute to hip hop. That to me was a highlight. I thought that was just so amazing. The in memoriam too. I always forget of how many people we lost over the past year. I thought the performers that came out and did that was was very special. And then I did enjoy the Stevie Wonder and why am I now uh, Smokey Robinson performance. I thought that was cool. Yeah, there was a lot going on last night. So that is trending. The Pro Bowl is trending this morning. The newly revamped Pro Bowl hit Las Vegas. This weekend, it's now a skills competition along with a flag football game and the NFC beat the AFC 35 to 33. The reviews on the new format were kind of mixed. Some people said that the NFL deserves some credit for trying to come up with something that's a little more watchable. But others, including Las Vegas Raider Josh Jacobs, thought it was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Love the honesty. And made for a disjointed viewing experience. It certainly is not being called a failure uh, as most of the fans and players seem to be having a good time. It's a tough thing to do. Football's a contact sport. You don't want to. You don't want your guys getting hurt out there. So how do you replace it? This was the option, and we'll see how it goes next year here in town. I thought it was just funny how it, I, a lot of them look confused on like the rules and like <laughs> what you're supposed to do. But yeah, I'd say it was a success for sure. And then finally, this morning, McDonald's is trending. Top of the morning to you, Shamrock Shake fans, because the shake is going to be making its return to McDonald's starting this month. Also returning is the Oreo Shamrock McFlurry. That's been vanilla soft serve with shamrock shake flavor and Oreo cookie pieces. You can find both of the minty treats at participating locations for a limited time starting on February 20th, and that is what's trending. So Beyonce had a big night at the Grammys. We've got your tickets to go see Beyonce coming up in exactly 10 minutes. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous about this. This is so exciting. Okay.
Jessica. Yes! You're caller 20! Yes. <laughs> You're going to see Beyonce! Congratulations! Thank you! Oh my gosh. I, I, I'm freaking out right now. I'm so jealous. <laughs> oh, we love that, Jessica. Oh, what a prize to win. And we'll see how everything pans out with the ticket sales and everything because they start today for her fan club members. But you don't have to worry about it, Jessica. You've got your tickets and we've got your Beyonce tickets all week long at 940. And actually, Heather, she's got a pair for you in the five o'clock hour. Or there you go. Turn your mic on, kid. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Monday. Thank you so much for joining us as we get back into the swing of things. Make sure you're listening tomorrow. We still have more of those tickets to see Beyonce. That is happening tomorrow. Also, be listening at 7.15 for the Taylor Swift era and hour of the day. We'll tell you what era you want to listen for a song from and what hour that song will play in. Is it going to be 80s? Is it going to be 90s? 70s? 2000s? You don't know unless you listen at 7.15. Plus, tomorrow is Try It Tuesday. and We've got a good one planned for you tomorrow. That's happening just after 8 o'clock, so make sure you are listening. We are out. J-Love is on the way next, but right now it's time for the line of the day. We learned a lot today when it comes to Gen Z. Instead of dancing, they just jump up and down. Everything is written in lowercase, and we learned about this. I hear a lot of kids do it. Say, Use the phrase, it's giving. When she saw Beyonce last night, she's like, her dress is giving, I am a queen. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> On a Saturday night, I was wearing all black, and she's like, it's giving funeral. I'm like... Oh, is the vibe you're giving off? Yeah, no? okay. everything is giving. So like, you, it's giving lumberjack. <laughs> it's giving. <laughs> It's giving, I'm going to go chop down a tree. It's giving, <laughs> I like the great outdoors. It's giving, Smokey the Bear is my homie. It's giving. It's giving. It's giving late. <laughs> We're late. We're late. Uh-oh. <laughs> that was worth it. <laughs> That'll do it for show number 1775 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.